0: This is Mary Noel. Welcome back to another whispered story. Sit back or lie back with your eyes closed and listen as I read this version of a popular fairy tale. Rapunzel by the Brothers Grimm. These people had a little window at the back of their house, from which a splendid garden could be seen, which was full of the most beautiful flowers and herbs. It was, however, surrounded by a high wall, and no one dared to go into it, because it belonged to an enchantress who had great power, and was dreaded by all the world. One day the woman was standing by this window and looking down into the garden when she saw a bed which was blended with the most beautiful rampant Rapunzel and it looked so fresh and green that she longed for it. She quite pined away and began to look pale and miserable. Then her husband was alarmed and asked, What else, you dear wife? Ah, she replied, If I can't eat some of the rampion which is in the garden behind our house, I shall die. The man who left her thought, Sooner than let your wife die, bring her some of the rampion yourself. Let it cost what it will. At twilight, "'He clambered down over the wall "'into the garden of the enchantress, "'hastily clutched a handful of rampion, "'and took it to his wife. "'She at once made herself a salad of it "'and ate it greedily. "'It tasted so good to her, "'so very good, "'that the next day "'she longed for it three times "'as much as before. "'If he was to have any rest,' Her husband must once more descend into the garden. In the gloom of evening, therefore, he let himself down again. But when he had clambered down the wall, he was terribly afraid, for he saw the enchantress standing before him. How can you dare, said she with an angry look, descend into my garden and steal my rampion like a thief? you shall suffer for it. Ah, answered he, let mercy take the place of justice. I only made up my mind to do it out of necessity. My wife saw your rampion from the window and felt such a longing for it that she would have died if she had not got some to eat. Then the enchantress allowed her anger to be softened and said to him, If the case be as you say, I will allow you to take away with you as much rampion as you will. Only I will make one condition. You must give me the child which your wife will bring into the world. It shall be well treated, and I will care for it like a mother. The man, in his terror, consented to everything, and when the woman was brought to bed, the enchantress appeared at once, Gave the child the name of Rapunzel and took it away with her. Rapunzel grew into the most beautiful child under the sun. When she was twelve years old, the enchantress shut her into a tower which lay in a forest and had neither stairs nor door, but quite at the top of a little window. When the enchantress wanted to go in, she placed herself. "'Rapunzel, let down your hair to me.' "'Rapunzel had magnificent long hair, "'fine as spun gold, "'and when she heard the voice of the enchantress, "'she unfastened her braided dresses, "'wound them around, and passed by the tower. Then he heard a song, which was so charming that he stood still and listened. This was Rapunzel, who in her solitude passed her time and letting her sweet voice resound. The king's son wanted to climb up to her and looked for the door of the tower, but none was to be found. He rode home but the singing had so deeply touched his heart that every day he went out into the forest and listened to it. Once, when he was thus standing behind a tree, he saw that the enchantress came there, and he heard how she cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair to me. Then Rapunzel let down the braids of her hair, the enchantress climbed up to her. If that is the ladder by which one mounts, I too will try my fortune, said he. And the next day when it began to grow dark, he went to the tower and cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair to me. Immediately the hair fell down and the king's son climbed up. At first Rapunzel was terribly frightened a man, such as her eyes had never yet beheld, came to her. But the king's son began to talk to her quite like a friend and told her that his heart had been so stirred that it had let him have no rest and he had been forced to see her. Then Rapunzel lost her fear and when he asked her if she would take him for her husband and she saw that he was young and handsome. She thought, he will love me more than old Dane Gothel does. And she said, yes, and laid her hand in his. She said, I will willingly go with you, but I do not know how to get down. Bring with you a skein of silk every time you come and I will weave a ladder with it. and you will take me on your horse. They agreed that until that time he should come to her every evening, for the old woman came by day. The enchantress remarked nothing of this until once Rapunzel said to her, Tell me, Dane Gothel, how it happens that you are so much heavier for me to draw up than the younger king's son, "'He is with me in a moment.' "'Ah, you wicked child,' cried the enchantress, "'what do I hear you say? "'I thought I had separated you from all the world, "'and yet you have deceived me.' "'In her anger she clutched Rapunzel's beautiful dresses, "'wrapped them twice around her left hand, "'seized a pair of scissors with the right, "'and snip-snap, They were cut off, and the lovely braids lay on the ground, and she was so pitiless that she took poor Rapunzel into a desert, where she had to live in great grief and misery. On the same day that she cast out Rapunzel, however, the enchantress fastened the braids of hair, which she had cut off to the hook of the window, and when the king's son came and cried, "'Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair to me.' "'She let the hair down.' "'The king's son ascended, "'but instead of finding his dearest Rapunzel, "'he found the enchantress, "'who gazed at him with wicked and venomous looks. "'Aha!' she cried mockingly. "'You would fetch your dearest, "'but the beautiful bird sits no longer singing in the nest.' The cat has got it, and will scratch out your eyes as well. Rapunzel is lost to you. You will never see her again. The king's son was beside himself with pain, and in his despair he leapt down from the tower. He escaped with his life, but the thorns into which he fell pierced his eyes. Then he wandered quite blind about the forest, ate nothing but roots and berries, and did not but lament and weep over the loss of his dearest wife. Thus he roamed about in misery for some years, and at length came to the desert, where Rapunzel, with the twins to which she had given birth, a boy and a girl, lived in wretchedness. He heard a voice, and it seemed so familiar to him that he went towards it, and when he approached, Rapunzel knew him and fell on his neck and wept. Two of her tears wetted his eyes and they grew clear again, and he could see with them as before. He led her to his kingdom, where he was joyfully received, and they lived for a long time afterwards, happy and content story, another story by the Brothers Grimm, Old Sultan. A shepherd had a faithful dog called Sultan, who was grown very old and had lost all his teeth. And one day when the shepherd and his wife were standing together before the house, the shepherd said, I will shoot Old Sultan tomorrow morning, for he is of no use now. But his wife said, Pray, let the poor faithful creature live. He has served us well a great many years, and we ought to give him a livelihood for the rest of his days. But what can we do with him? said the shepherd. He has not a tooth in his head, and the thieves don't care for him at all. To be sure, he had served us, but then he did it to earn his livelihood. Tomorrow shall be his last day, depend upon it. Poor Sultan, who was lying close by them, heard of all that the shepherd and his wife said to one another, and was very much frightened to think tomorrow would be his last day. So in the evening he went to his good friend the wolf, who lived in the wood, and told him all his sorrows, and how his master meant to kill him in the morning make yourself easy said the wolf i will give you some good advice your master you know goes out every morning very early with his wife into the field and they take their little child with them and lay it down behind so it was managed. The wolf ran with the child a little way. The shepherd and his wife screamed out, but Sultan soon overtook him and carried the poor little thing back to his master and mistress. Then the shepherd patted him on the head and said, Old Sultan has saved our child from the wolf, and therefore he shall live and be well taken care of. This time forward, Sultan, had all that he could wish for. Soon afterwards, the wolf came and wished him joy and said, Now, my good fellow, you must tell no tales, but turn your head the other way when I want to taste one of the old shepherd's fine fat sheep. No, said the Sultan, I will be true to my master. However, the wolf thought he was in joke and came one night to get a dainty morsel. But Sultan had told his master what the wolf meant to do, so he laid wait for him behind the barn door, and when the wolf was busy looking out for a good fat sheep, he had a stout cudgel laid about his back that combed his locks for him finely. Then the wolf was very angry and called Sultan an old rogue and swore he would have his revenge. So the next morning the wolf sent the boar to challenge Sultan to come into the wood to fight the matter. Now Sultan had nobody he could ask to be his second, but the shepherd's old three-legged cat. So he took her with him, and as the poor thing limped along with some trouble, she stuck up her tail straight into the air. spied their enemies coming, and saw the cat's long tail standing straight in the air. They thought she was carrying a sword for Sultan to fight with, and every time she limped they thought she was picking up a stone to throw at them. So they said they should not like this way of fighting, and the poor lay down behind a bush, and the wolf jumped up into a tree. Sultan and the cat soon came up and looked about and wondered that no one was there. The boar, however, had not quite hidden himself, for his ears stuck out of the bush. And when he shook one of them a little, the cat, seeing something move and thinking it was a mouse, sprang upon it and bit and scratched it, so that the boar jumped up and grunted and ran away, roaring out. Look up in the tree, there sits the one who is to blame. So they looked up and espied the wolf sitting amongst the branches, and they called him a cowardly rascal and would not suffer him to come down till he was heartily ashamed of himself and had promised to be good friends again with old Sultan. The end.